This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Um, this morning, in trying to combat the microphone issue, we're currently on my older laptop. Uh, the, the one that is busted, not busted, but this one that just won't seem to work, which is a Dell XPS. So it really should work. Um it's hopefully getting sorted this day or Monday, one of those days. But I thought, you know, just to avoid and kind of usurp the microphone issues, we'll just jump on the old laptop. What that does mean that is this is incredibly slow. Like, I, I think genuinely cavemen use uh, laptops that are faster than this one. Um, and uh, yeah, just very annoying, uh, very frustrating when your tech kind of lets you down. But that's that's the situation where we're at. So Bear with the slowness of this this thing and probably the, the footage as well. Um, but uh, people in the chat box, you know, are asking in the comment section for the <laughs> to use a different laptop instead. Um, I'm hoping that it works. This was what you wanted. This is what you asked for. This is what you're getting. Um, but good morning to those joining us live in the chat box who I can't even really say hello to because using a laptop means that I've got to try and scroll up and down the chat box. And whenever I scroll up and down the chat box, I can't see any comments <laughs> because the laptop is so slow and StreamYard is now too challenging for it that I can't actually click on the comments. So again, this is what you asked for. This is what you wanted. But good morning to those joining us. I hope that you can see that I'm doing the best that I possibly can. Um, anyway, let's go into today's stories. Very much appreciate your time as always. Um, Rare and Ramsdale, we talked about a lot last night. We used about... Um, we used uh, a lot of conversations to kind of debate and discuss that talking point, that topic. And if you haven't already given that a listen, I recommend that you you do so um, because certainly they were, both of them uh, at least, very well uh, in a position to be Arsenal's number one for the foreseeable and for the long term as well. 
But what I do think is that both players are likely... Well, I mean, certainly Raya is going to be in a position whereby he's going to be very happy and Ramsdale's going to have to face the challenges. We've got a little bit on Raya shortly, but if you've not yet watched our Eat Sleep Arsenal repeat podcast, I recommend that you go back and give that a watch. Going into uh, some stories though of today, sadly, we have to kick off today's show with uh, sadly not the best um, of of situations because Everton have reported that they, alongside police, are investigating an incident um, of racism, uh, which I believe was a target of an Arsenal player. So very frustratingly and sadly, uh, we are having to take into account um this this horrific incident so hopefully the perpetrator is found and rightly punished and educated on the topic and will never be uh doing such a situation again so yeah fingers crossed they find the perpetrator absolutely um kelly smith has joined arsenal's coaching team she'll be helping jonas Ideval and company in helping arsenal to Gets to their goals this season. We've obviously seen, um, you know, a lot of success at the genocide of Al already. And we, the Conti Cup was won last season and we nearly went all the way in the Champions League. We haven't got Champions League football this season, sadly, with the women's side. Um, but what we do have is obviously a situation where we can hope to fight against Chelsea in the WSL. And Kelly Smith, a legendary figure at Arsenal, will hopefully give Jonas and his side the push that they need in order to reach that next step. According to John Cross, in an article in the Mirror yesterday, David Raya is indeed now the number one. And that that decision has been made and that statistics used by Mikel Arteta has been used to justify that position as well. So that is where we're at, it seems, with the goalkeeper situation, is that after just three, four Premier League games, um, David Raya has indeed taken that number one spot for what could be both the league and for the Champions League as well. As I say, if you want to get kind of our thoughts about it, uh, we talked a lot about this yesterday. Uh, I don't personally believe it's a ridiculous conversation to have. I don't believe it's a, a nothing conversation to have, like some people suggest that it is. I think that it's a really good debate and topic to bring up because I think it's one of the first times during this process for me under Arteta where, you know, I think that there is debates to be had about a decision that's been made uh, in some senses, I get the ruthless argument. I get the you play your best keeper argument. I just think there is also a, a human element to this that needs to be considered. And I don't agree with the it's football. You know, you have to disregard the human side of things. I think that Ramsdale personally should have played in the midweek game. I have no issue with Raya playing the Premier League games and Raya coming into the Champions League game. I have no issue with Raya um, taking that number one spot. And at the end of this season, maybe even... Ramsdale leaving the club. I, I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. You know, and, and I want Arsenal to, to move and evolve and upgrade in the areas that they can. I just felt that there is something to be said about sentiment. I think there is something to be said about reward. I think there's something to be said about the social and human element of things. And with Ramsdale doing what he did last season to get us into a position whereby we qualify for the Champions League, we nearly won the league with him. We certainly smashed our aim of getting into top four last season that maybe there was something to be said about a reward of starting a Champions League game. I I personally, that's just the way I see it. And that's fine if people doesn't agree with me. That's absolutely fine. Um, but I think there is something, you don't just manage players as if it's a computer game. I think there is something to be said about managing players as the human beings that they are. And I don't think starting Ramsdale would have changed the result at all in Wednesday's game for me. That's just personally how I feel 
on the topic. Meanwhile, what I did want to highlight is a really great message from Martin Odegaard. Uh, Martin Odegaard was talking after the game against PSV. He won, of course, man of the match. Um, and he spoke to uh, Arsenal's media team after the game and, and spoke really, really well. And I wanted to share those comments with you. I said, He said, I think it was a great start. I think we showed it straight from the start how eager we were to be back in this competition and how motivated we are. Uh, you saw it in the stadium, the atmosphere of the fans and also on the pitch. We went from it from the start. I think we were really pumped. We were really eager to show a big performance and to be back in this competition means a lot to our players the fans and the club for everyone. And I think you saw that straight from the start. The atmosphere was unreal. I think these are the days that you dream about when you were a little kid playing on the pitch with friends. These are the days you dream about. So it's unbelievable. And I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to share those comments because I think they do, in some senses, um, kind of really galvanise and really symbolise where we are as a fan base with the team and how they look at the squads and, and how we kind of perceive being back into the Champions League has been this monumental moment in our modern day history. And the atmosphere was incredible. The night was amazing. And, you know, whilst there are some that might want to try and put Arsenal down as there always are, I think it was something to enjoy. I love the fans singing the Champions League anthem to the best of their ability, only knowing two words, which were the last two words, of course, but Erdegaard's reaction was great. Suggestions are that, you know, this contract is is very imminent. Uh, and so once that's sorted, we'll obviously discuss it as well. Um, Nicola Teta is due to face the press this morning. This is going to be a slightly shorter show because I've got to uh, help cover the press conference at an earlier time. It was moved to slightly earlier this morning. It was going to be in the afternoon. Now it's at 9.30. So if you want to get all the updates from Mikel Arteta's press conference, you can do that by tuning in to the uh, live blog that we'll be doing on the Football.London website. So make sure you hop over to Football.London after we complete this morning's show from half eight and then from half nine, you'll be getting all the updates from that press conference. So tune in. And uh, of course, tomorrow morning, We'll discuss everything that comes out of that presser. Tonight, there will be a preview show for Arsenal's game against Spurs in the North London derby. So I'd recommend uh, getting in touch and watching that at 5pm UK time this afternoon. And our final story and headline story of the day is that suggestions are that Ivan Tony will be targeted by Arsenal in an upcoming transfer window. Plenty of noise around this story on social media yesterday. Will Arsenal move for Ivan Tony? I've said this once, I've said it again, and I'll continue to say it. Whilst I may not be the biggest fan of the player uh, from a personal standpoint, from some of the controversies that have gone down in the past, if he signs for Arsenal, he absolutely will get 100% of our backing. We know that. And let's not, you know, let's be real. As the player, he scores plenty of goals in the Premier League. He's got a great record of scoring goals in the Premier League as well. Are there players out there that I would prefer? Probably. And I think that maybe Arsenal investing in maybe a, a younger forward might be the better way forward than Ivan Tony, But he's still a very, very good forward that certainly would add a different style of uh, attributes to what we've already got in this team. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Right, I say that I'm going to be able to tackle the questions in the chat box. I'm hoping that my laptop has now woken up enough this morning to allow me to do that. So for the best of our abilities, um, we are hopefully going to tackle some of these questions. Uh, Rich says, um, let's go to uh, Tom with the treatment of Ramsdale and others like Smith Rowe. Should we add man management to the concerns that we might have on Arteta? 
alongside his reluctance to rotate? No, I don't think so. Um, his man management overall has been very good. And if you look at the individual improvements of players, there is no doubt that his man management is still very, very good indeed. Are there? Is it always going to be perfect? Is it everything that he does I'm going to agree with? No. Some things I'm not going to agree with. Does that mean that he's necessarily wrong? No, it doesn't. Does it mean that I'm necessarily right? No, it doesn't. It's just opinions. And football is all about opinions. And people can differ with those as well. What I do think is that with Smith-Rowe, I don't think Smith-Rowe has been treated badly. I don't think he's been treated badly at all. I think that the substitutions that we've made, the decisions that we've made in games so far have been fine regarding kind of the starting 11s and the subs and the Ramsdale Rea thing is the only real discrepancy I've personally had he got minutes in this game he's going to play in that Carabao Cup game I'm sure against Brentford he'll get that opportunity it was interesting hearing Arteta talk about Smith Rowe as kind of emotionally as he did um, as well maybe that will change his mind about how he uses him and about how the, he realizes the fans appreciate him but I don't think man management is necessarily something I'm looking at it's more in-game management and rotation that has been the question of Arteta. Um, Zuntar says, Ramsdale signed a new contract, so I think Arteta is going to switch between the two. I personally think that they did really well to sign him up to that brand new deal. They've protected his value. If he leaves, Arsenal will be getting a significant fee, you would have to think, for uh, Aaron Ramsdale, far more than what we obviously paid for him back in 2021. Uh, PW said, should Fabio start in place of Havertz against Spurs? I think he deserves to. I personally would, and you'll see that later on in our preview show at 5pm. But I think that it is the right move to start Fabio Vieira in this game. Uh, Esmond says, I do not know about Evan Ferguson, but from highlights I've seen, he looks pretty good. What do you say? I think that the problem with someone like Evan Ferguson playing at Brighton is that you're going to pay a hell of a lot of money for somebody that's still very young, still breaking onto the scene, obviously, in the Premier League. Yes, he had a hat trick the other day, um, but he's had these fitness issues as well already. He's had, I think he missed the last game. I don't think he started the last game because of his uh, fitness concerns. I think that there are, again, players out there that have played more at a top level that you can maybe invest less money in that wouldn't be as much of a risk as what Fergus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Would be, I think you also have to wait until the end of the season for Fergus and see how he kind of develops this year in the Premier League. Um, so, and then and then we can kind of go from there, I think, regarding Ferguson. But he's going to cost like 100 million plus. Can you justify that? I don't know. It's going to be very, very difficult indeed. Um Jimbo said he was ill. Well, there was, he was also injured for the international break. So he was definitely out uh, of the of Ireland's games because of injury. So that's why he came off in the game before the international break. Um, Bulgarian Gunnar says, I for one love this ruthlessness. We're finally seeing at our club. Look, I, 
I have no doubt that the ruthlessness is something that's got us to where we are. Ruthlessness is certainly an attribute that I want to have in this team. I don't think necessarily I look at the decision to play Raya over Ramsdale in the Champions League as a ruthless decision. Um, savage <laughs> might be a word I might use. I think ruthless is signing him in the first place. I think ruthless is starting him against Everton. I think ruthless can be a word that can get overused. I think maybe it can go even too far at times. I think it was too far on Wednesday. I think that Ramsdale should have started and deserved to start that game. Um, I know that it's been made the point. Uh, there's a show coming out with Charles Watts a little bit later on this morning that I recorded yesterday on his channel where we talk about um, if Ramsdale wasn't English, would that make people feel differently about this? Worth bearing in mind that Raya is also homegrown. Um, so if, if it is the fact that Ramsdale is English, affected people's opinion of this, I don't know. It's not affected mine personally. I just think that the goalkeeper that got us into the Champions League in a game in which we knew we were going to dominate and win no matter who started in goal, probably deserved to play that, that, that game. It also created more of a talking point. It created more of a discussion as well. So, yeah, I think that's that's worth that's worth looking into. Um, as I says, do you think we should start Kai on the bench and bring him on in the second half because he's looking better when he starts the game? Um, yeah, I think that Kai has the ability to, to you know, if he's going to start games, he's going to get into the rhythm of things quicker compared to coming on like he did against Everton. Although I think he did all right when he came on against Everton from the bench. I just don't think I'd start Kai in this game. doesn't mean that he won't. You know, there's a really good chance that um, there's a really good chance that we'll probably see uh, Kai start that game. Uh, Bulgarian Gunnar says, when it comes to crosses, I feel more confident with Raya. So do I. I think Raya is, is better at collecting crosses than, than Ramsdale is. I think that is an attribute in Raya's game that is better than Ramsdale's. Um, let's go to Lynn says, the reason I say this is because it was after Christmas we started to fall off. Uh, what was that in response to? I'm sure that there was a follow-up comment. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I think that we'll have a new striker come in in January. It'll be interesting to see what Arsenal do in the January window. I do know that the club were open to doing more business last window, but the problem was is that we were unable to kind of move players on quickly enough. And so there sadly wasn't the time and space to bring a player in that they wanted at the end of the window. So with players then moved on on deadline day, there is more space. And now Pepe's obviously moved on as well. There is space. There is the opportunity to do something in January. Let's see if we do it. Financially, I'm not so sure about how free we are in January to do that. But I'm interested to see what they do because space-wise, there's certainly space. But financially, I'm not sure on what the situation is in terms of freedom. So let's wait and see what we do in that window. I'd be surprised if we signed a Timber replacement because obviously in January, Timber will be in a position where he could be back in March, April, May. So, yes, we might lack a fullback, but if we've got all of our defenders fit, unless there's a serious injury, I'd be surprised if we signed somebody to replace the absence of timber that we might have done last summer, you know, this summer just gone. So, I'd be surprised if we signed a fullback. Uh, can I say ruthless again? Just did, everyone. Thank you. Uh, Wettel says, uh, thoughts on Man United this season? <laughs> Uh, I uh, refer you to Pep Guardiola's response when asked the same question. <laughs> um, Faluso says, did Ramsdale not replace Leno? Yeah, he did. Um, but I don't know what that's asking. <laughs> yes, of course he replaced Leno. But Ramsdale was significantly superior to Leno. And Leno, 
didn't really achieve too much with Arsenal, if we're being very honest. Like, you know, whereas Ramsdale has achieved something with Arsenal in, you know, getting us back into the top four, getting us back into a position where we're challenging for a title as a goalkeeper. He was really a big part of that. So I don't really get the question and comparison to Leno. I don't think there is any parallels other than the fact of how quickly he's been replaced since bringing in a new goalkeeper. Uh, Lucas says, Tom, I'm curious uh, to know how it was for you going from a lifelong Arsenal fan to now interviewing the manager and players. Has it skewed your perspective as a fan in any way? I, don't, I, couldn't, I couldn't give you an answer in terms of subconsciously because I'd be unaware. But consciously, I don't think so. Um, is it more difficult now I know and speak to the people there one-on-one? I tell you what, it, with Arteta... Because he's so cold at times and so blunt in his responses, and I, I, there's, I haven't built up kind of a rapport in any way in press conferences talking to Arteta. I think some journalists certainly have because they've been obviously doing the job longer. They're, they're, they're more well-known and have been doing it and speaking with Arteta for longer, have been in the press conferences a lot more. But I don't think that interaction and my interaction with Arteta have, have made me build up any kind of sympathy or would make me want to say anything differently. I know I've spoken to people who are fans, not journalists, but fans that have interacted with people at the club and players and managers, and that makes them find it more difficult to be critical. I don't think it's made me, Lucas, skew in any way um, how I talk about things. I think I've remained consistent since prior to being a journalist. Since being a journalist, I think things have been very consistent for me uh, in regards to how I feel about things but Carl says I'm too emotionally attached to Ramsdale I don't think so Uh, I don't think I'm emotionally attached to Ramsdale I just think I look at things in an empathetic way more so than others for instance like Kyle do I'm not as I said before if Raya comes in and Ramsdale is sold at the end of the day that's the right choice because Arteta's decision making in terms of squad building is the right choice I'm looking at the starting position in the game against PSV purely from the perspective of a human perspective and as from an empathetic perspective of Ramsdale got us into the Champions League. I think he deserved to get that that start in that game. If Raya came in for the, the knockout rounds, I would have no issues with that at all. But no, I would disagree, Kyle. I'm certainly not emotionally attached any more than any other fan would be to any of their players. So. No, I wouldn't agree with that. Uh, Amira says, Ramsdale, Wyatt Odegaard came in the same window, given how Ramsdale was the first to get a new deal and Raya was an opportunity. Do you think the club would have still given the deal if Raya was expected? I think the Raya deal was expected, Amira. The club planned things out. They want to do things, um, you know, they want to do things the best of their ability as early as they can and they plan these things out. So I don't think they would have given Ramsdale a deal or not, depending on the Raya situation. They wanted to sign a goalkeeper and they did that knowing they were going to be renewing Ramsdale's contract. So, no, I don't think that um, in any way, shape or form contradicts itself. KL, is there a British bias? I think there is a British bias in general uh, across football, especially for those in England. I think there is a British bias in regards to the view of players, in regards to the price tags associated with players. Is there a British bias for me personally? No, I don't think there is. I don't think I put a British bias on my view of players. I feel like I'd be, I'm objective but at the same time can show empathy in certain situations for certain players. I would have felt the same thing if Turner was the goalkeeper and got us into the Champions League and Ramsdale was number two. I would have said I felt the goalkeeper that got us into the Champions League, I think, deserved to start the first game in the Champions League because he's of a level, especially in regards to Ramsdale, that is not um, the same. So there you go. 
Um, oh, we got a troll in the chat box. See you later. Um, let's go to Marcus. Any news on Partey and Timber return dates? No, not necessarily. Partey, we know, is probably going to be after the international break in October. And we know that Timber, the earliest we expect him to return is is March, which I think is still very optimistic even for March. So, yeah, there you go. Um, let's go to uh, Zuntar says out of the past four Arsenal keepers Leno, Fabianski, Turner and Martinez how would you rank them? Uh, Martinez, Leno, Fabianski and Turner is how I would rank them so there's your, your ranks for those uh, Clock Orange, yes indeed Partey will miss another match against Man City to the best of our ability to know when he'll be back it'll be after the international break and that means yes he will miss another game against Manchester City. Uh, Guns and Yellow Ribbon says, Tom, press box or stands for the North London derby? I mean, if I could choose the stands, obviously, I won't be in either, sadly, because uh, Football.London has its own Tottenham writer. Uh, Alastair Gold will be taking my place in the press box and I'll be covering the game from home on Sunday. It's just the way it goes for the London game. So for Chelsea, it's the same situation. Our Chelsea writer will go uh, to that game in my place. So yeah, you can only have two Two reporters maximum we take to game. So if we're playing a fellow, one of Chelsea or um, or Spurs, the other writer of that club will go uh, here with along with Kaya. So yeah, I'll be covering the game from home on Sunday, which is a shame because uh, I'd rather be there, of course, but that's the way that it goes. Um, we are going to be wrapping up very shortly because I've got to get going with the press conference blog. Uh, so we'll take two more and then we will wrap up. Uh, Jason says, do you think Gabriel Jesus is back to his razor-sharp best? I think he's very close to it, Jason. I think we've seen some really great performance from him so far. Everything that we've seen is very encouraging, um, and we are on the way back. Uh, so there you go. Bulgarian Gunnar says, do you expect that lot are going to toe-to-toe with us on Sunday? No, I don't. I think that their style of play has been very much accommodated by their opponents so far this season, and that won't be the same case. For us. Uh, Guy, will there be a watch along for the Derby? No, I will still be working. I'll be covering the game from home, though, uh, rather than being at the game. So there you go. Um, Rob Bob says Ramsdale's contract was more of a priority than Benny Blanco, Martin Odegaard. Arsenal wasn't planning on signing direct competition to either of them. They had to get Ramsdale on a new deal before getting in Raya. Um, no, it's just the way in which contracts are discussed at different points, Rob. Uh, it's nothing to do with priority, even though it was agreed and discussed earlier. Martin Odegaard's deal has been discussed since May, is my understanding, which is, you know, incredibly a long time ago, similar time to uh, Ramsdale and Ben White's deal has been, you know, it's just, it's not been up on the table because his contract has been, I think, longer than that of Odegaard's, slightly longer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's not to do with priorities. Discussions have been going on for all three players for quite some time. They just managed to come to an agreement sooner with Ramsdale and his side of things. You have to remember that all players have different demands different wages, different positions on the field, which, you know, in the brackets of wages are all different. So um, they take different amounts of time. It's not about prioritising certain deals. It's just when certain deals get agreed. And, you know, Erdogan's deal has been negotiated, to my understanding, since like, as far back as May. And it's a similar case with with both Ramsdale and White. It's just some deals have taken longer to negotiate than others because they have different representatives who have different negotiating speeds and tactics. And the number of clients those agents also have. Anyway, uh, that brings us to an end of today's show. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and watching. It is very much appreciated. I hope you have a fantastic day. Go back and watch our Eat, Sleep, Arsenal repeat podcast from yesterday. And please tune in tonight at 5 p.m. UK time for our preview of the game against Tottenham on Sunday. 
I'll be back, of course, again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to round up everything from Mikel Arteta's press conference, any big news from the last 24 hours. I hope you have a fantastic Friday. Well done for reaching the end of the week. Another week is done. Premier League is back this weekend. Exciting times ahead for a North London derby. Anxious, but exciting. Stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.